I've sent him to his death. No. There's still hope for Frodo. He needs time and safe passage across the plains of Gorgoroth. We can give him that. How? Draw out Sauron's armies. Empty his lands. Then we gather our full strength and march on the Black Gate. <coughs> we cannot achieve victory through strength of arms. Not for ourselves. But we can give Frodo his chance if we keep Sauron's eye fixed upon us. Keep him blind to all else that moves. A diversion. Certainty of death? Small chance of success? What are we waiting for? Chapter 6. Certainty of bad reviews? Small chance of monetization? What are we waiting for? Let's make a podcast. <laughs> nice. Uh... Hello, and welcome to the Spoilers Lord of the Rings podcast series, where we are putting Return of the King on trial, right guys? Yeah. No. no. Yeah, fuck this movie. We've been talking shit about it for five episodes, why stop now? I like it. We just joke, jokey jokes. Uh, the extended sucks. <laughs> we agreed. <laughs> Here we go. Don't stop there, come on. Really lay it in. This movie needs medicine, my lord. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exactly. So... We're at the point in the story where the Witch King, the feared Nazgul, is dead. Killed by old No Man Eowyn. Pappy, where we are right here, Eowyn is like injured. She fought the Witch King. She was successful, but she's hurt. She's crawling away. It's a pretty good moment of tension. What do you think's going on here? Is Gothmog trying to get. One last piece of ass before he dies. <laughs> Whoa, no. This isn't the, the Rings of Power, Game of Thrones style <laughs> Amazon show that's coming out, which will have lots of nudity, apparently. Hey, when two movement. You know, this is our favorite thing, right? The, the ghost army comes in out of nowhere and saves the day. We all love it. I, I think he was going to club her to death, but it's pretty cool how the, the heroes come in and save her unwittingly. I guess, right? Like, I mean, anything that happens before the CGI Legolas mama kill is better by comparison. <laughs> this, this whole part's actually a little bit rough, actually. I'm not going to lie. I don't know if I like this section. Ah, every section oh. so far hasn't been the best <laughs> section. Whoa! <laughs> When's it going to get good? <laughs> yeah. I actually thought that the, uh, the Legolas looked better this time than I remembered so I was like pleasantly surprised I just hate the fact that he kills that Oliphant and I mean it didn't do anything wrong you don't like that Legolas fucking front side flips the Oliphant as Mikey put it last time or whatever <laughs> the city is going to eat for years off of that disgusting <laughs> Oliphant, <laughs> Oliphant meat Oliphant burgers again dad <laughs> <laughs> 
Legolas's whole thing is that like he's like the sex symbol, right, of the fellowship. I mean, there's some good-looking men in there, but like they really like took Legolas and ran with him cuz he was a fan favorite at the beginning cuz he was like young handsome Orlando Bloom. You know, he had done pirates. He wasn't like all that in the Fellowship of the Ring. He was like, you know, pretty good with a bow, but he wasn't like amazing. Like by the time they got to this movie, like he's pretty fucking hardcore. Maybe he's a little unrealistically superhero-y. Do you think, Brett? I think you're underselling how good they make Legolas look pretty much throughout the whole movie. That's my opinion. That's why I think it'd be less surprising to see him be like Superman in this part, but I I am thinking, I guess, of the extended in the first one when he shoots like nine arrows instead of three. I mean, and he's pretty good with his knives and stuff. So I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with that, but I, got, I mean, I could, he goes like Super Saiyan like here, so. You don't think this is like a little bit extra, this Olifon? <laughs> this is this just regular old Legolas doing his thing? I mean, if you're going to make it all up, I mean, I think you and I would both say he's nowhere near like this in the book. He's just kind of good with an arrow and strong and stuff, like but like... Regular guy kind of strong, he, you know? like he, Well, no, I mean, strong. He's got super strength because he's an elf and stuff, but like... I mean, he is part of like the least good elf race. I mean, they're less less powerful than the uh, Lothlorians in the river from Rivendell, so... Okay, but that whatever elf race he is, they don't specialize in skateboarding down shields <laughs> and sliding down elephant trucks. They jump the fucking shark with this, right? This is ridiculous. I'm not saying that... I'm not... It's just that... No, but it's not that he's a badass. It's that it's too much. It's just a little bit too far. Yeah. But you don't know what elvish tribe he's from. How dare you speak on this? The Surf Ninja's elf, elvish tribe, or whatever, like... Who wins the death count battle between Gimli and uh, Orlando Bloom in the books? I think it's a tie, isn't it? Orlando Bloom in the books. <laughs> Orlando Bloom was not featured, actually, in the novelization. But also, Corey, I have, I have an issue with you saying that uh, he is the sex symbol of this when we've literally had a rating system based on Viggo Mortensen's dong. <laughs> True. I don't know. I would say it's... Flaccid? The verdict's in. It's it's definitely Legolas, man. I mean, for sex symbol, yeah. Back then, back then for sure, right? All the girls in my high school were talking about that guy. Well, yeah. Britney still talks about him, and my, I mean, yeah, for sure. They hadn't seen Vigo's dong yet. <laughs> <laughs> this is way before Eastern Promises. I really enjoy the parts of these Lord of the Rings pods where Corey relates it back to D and D. And is this a place where you could, Corey, like between when the Elvish character leveled up, he had high rolls, like super high rolls every time. And Gimli didn't even get enough like experience to like level up once throughout <laughs> these movies. I, I never play campaigns like that <laughs> where one person has an advantage in leveling up compared to other players. It's always like you get the <laughs> standard level up. But I will say this for going back to D&D, every time I've played D&D, there's always been one person that's told their previous D&D stories telling how they did something like what Legolas does in the movie. We're like, <laughs> we're like, I rolled three natural 20s in a row and I killed this dragon in one shot. I shot a magic missile at a boulder and it came down and it crashed his head. There's always some lion motherfucker like that that's you know, telling <laughs> tales out of school. 
Was anybody else surprised the Oliphant killing made the movie, like theatrical cut? I had no issue with it at the time that I saw it in theaters, those several times, I should say, Stevie. It's, yeah. It's just going back now that I I kind of see it from a little bit more of an objective perspective, and I can identify, you know, the silliness that comes with that. Like, that's, that's a fan service moment. It feels like a... A Tony Hawk mission. You have like <laughs> like two minutes to do stuff. Grind all the Oliphants. Collect skate. <laughs> the secret tape. Yeah. Like grind down the Oliphant after killing it in the museum. Like that's, yeah, that, that, you know, collect, you know, all the letters that make skate and also grind down the Oliphant trunk after you kill it. Like it, it also doesn't look that great either. And I would have been okay with it if they you know, show the Oliphant going down and don't show Legolas grinding down the trunk and then hopping off it into full frame in the center of frame because it looks horrible. (laughs) What does he skid on? (laughs) Like being center frame when you can tell there's a green screen behind you and you could have cut it so much quicker. Yeah, I, I don't like that part. Everything about it is so superfluous because, like, the tide of the battle is already turned, right? Mm-hmm. Like, when they kill the Witch King, that's it. We don't need we don't need this. Like, it, you could just have the Ghost Army rushing in, saving Eowyn, and then it, it's a logical place to, like, move on to Theoden's death. Like, you, you really don't need this scene. It feels like they just wanted to make it cool. He's so cool, Orlando Bloom. <laughs> Tarzan was a, a big deal at the time, okay, Pappy? True. <laughs> Everyone trying to emulate Tarzan, you know? <laughs> Brendan Fraser. <laughs> How different would this movie be if <laughs> Phil Collins wrote Phil the score? Phil Collins. For <laughs> would have won two Oscars. Yeah. That <laughs> still only counts as one. Come on, then, come on. So we talked about Aragorn and Gimli. They decimate Gothmog in a fucking epic way. So if you want to contrast that Legolas moment, I think this one works really well. Like, they fuck this dude up. You don't really see a lot of that kind of fighting where it's like, a, you know, a, in a big battle, a wide shot. It's lit uh, in day, so you can see everything that's going on. And then these two, like, powerhouses just double-team someone. It's pretty cool, right, Brett? Oh, yeah. Very cool. That's definitely uh, maybe a little extra Harvey Weinstein in there. (laughs) I'm being serious. No, like, because we were talking about, it's like, A, you hated him as uh, the character because he was, well, he was was good, but he was like a dick. And then you have, you know, what we know about the Harvey Weinstein, Peter Jackson thing or whatever, if that's real or not. And then, so just extra brutal death for him. Very deserving. 
after all that, Eowyn, she gets to say goodbye to Theoden properly. He's dying. The Witch King fucked him up pretty good. Um, he says, my body is broken. And there's kind of like a pause in there. I'm sure everyone remembers that. It's like some of his like final words. But what I think of when he says that is Palpatine. <laughs> up throws his horse off he's like unlimited power yeah. <laughs> it'd be funny if like his legs were all bent backwards and broken <laughs> crazy angles no pop you look great i'm gonna help you out i'll get you some medicine <laughs> okay right here has to be like one of the worst editing sequences right because it, yes the very next scene it looks like eowyn is dead <laughs> is it does it not like cut to that and you like think like she's like not even close to the king and she's like limp and the other guy finds her and he's screaming bloody murder the, this stuff's all just extended right the house yeah. of the healing is for sure not all of it brett it's kind of like intercut really yeah. uh, when like mike the scenes mikey's talking about where she's like laying there and Aomer goes nuts. That's in the regular. Yeah, Aomer going nuts in the theatrical. You, did you confirm, Jode? I mean, I can't confirm because it's been ten years since I saw the theatrical of this, but I don't remember seeing him scream like that. I also don't remember <laughs> Gandalf like kind of grinning at the carnage, which is fucking weird. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he smiling? It's just she lay there dead. Yes. <laughs> He's like, I could have helped out more. I really could have helped out more. Let the man have his joy in the things he likes to do. Okay? The man loves battle and combat <laughs> and blood. Aomir <laughs> dropping to his knees and going nuts is up there with he fell for me. It's supposed to be so serious and sad, but it's just like over the top and entertaining. Do you guys think Aowen is dead in that scene, though? I, that's all I took from that is like, oh, shit, she died. Yeah. I don't remember that. I did some... Uh... Why I, the reason I asked Corey if that was from the theatrical it was like I did a little research on this scene before the pod tonight and like in the books she doesn't get to talk to Theoden because she gets what they call the you can laugh if you want the, it's called the black breath <laughs> no stank breath <clears throat> I think I'm getting the black lung Bob it's not very well ventilated down there no, Ooh. no. And she's like almost literally, it's like they said mixed with like her loneliness and despair. Halitosis. Too much soup. No, it's something that happens when you uh, interact or touch a Nazgul. So that mixed with everything else she was going through. And like she was 
almost literally dead. I mean, like, and then in the book, Aomer sees her and he like literally loses his mind temporarily. So may, I was thinking maybe they tried to put that into the extended. That's why she had no wounds. She was just like, he needed to come off the top rope like 20 times in a row. <laughs> onto some orcs after that. <laughs> My God. Say it, it's broken in half. His body is broken in half. Oh, what's he doing here? Oh, son of a bitch. I actually really like the moment when Carl Urban Aimer finds her and he does his scream. I know it's like very intense and visceral and it can kind of be perceived as funny, but I think with the right mindset, it works maybe. I thought it was cool. I I knew watching it though, that it would be divisive. I was like, some people are going to laugh at that. Some people are going to be moved by it. I surprisingly was in the moved by it camp. Why did they mute him? What do you think? Do you think his voice is really girly or something when he's ah, like, No! Musket medicine! I always forget Carl Urban is in these movies. He's like the last actor I think of being in Lord of the Rings. Stevie, I remember you had talked about Theoden's Ark a long time ago. I Mm -hmm. think going back to our Two Towers series. And when Theoden dies, he says, I go to my father's in whose mighty company I shall not now feel ashamed. Is that the completion of Theoden's Ark in your mind? Oh, for sure. I mean, really he hit it when he was leading the boys into battle saying, you know, we're going to die, let's do it like Rohirrim would and just go berserk. And also just being a leader overall in the battlefield, like when he's telling people, you know, ride to me, ride to me. He's giving commands, he's fighting, he's doing great. And I think, I mean, it may be different in the books, but the way I took it in the films was very, um, I'd say, Norse mythology, which is like, no greater honor could bestow like upon the Rohirrim than dying on the battlefield. So I think that was kind of his completion in that. I was getting that as well. Even greater than dying in the battlefield, Stevie, all jokes aside, is that he really had to let go of the Westfold. And not bringing it up here <laughs> is a huge win for his character. Just dying breath to Eowyn, save the Westfold. <laughs> Rohan's really used to losing a bunch of guys out in battle. They're not very good at fighting. It's an honorable death. God damn it, you guys. (laughs) So the big battle of uh, Minas Tirith pretty much comes to an end. Those fucking... Uh, the army of the dead, they're like army ants, man. They're really swarming this place <laughs> fast. So ridiculous. Pesky little buggers. <laughs> but uh, the aftermath of the battle is, it's pretty brief, but I, I do want to talk about it because I think I've, I've come to understand this with my Lord of the Rings viewing experiences here. This is some of my favorite shit about Lord of the Rings in general. And it's uh, a lot of the in-between moments. Like, after the battle, we see the House of Healing, and things slow down, right? In some cases, literally, when there's slow-mo. But I think there's just, like, these ponderous moments 
with really great music and thoughtfulness in Lord of the Rings, that's what makes me think of this trilogy. Is like I think of the slow stuff mostly. You know, I think of them traveling in the first movie, and I, I think of you know Aragorn and them kind of like sitting around and thinking. Usually after something really bad has happened, like after Gandalf has died, but in this case, it's after the Battle of Minas Tirith. Happy, do you like that stuff too, or is it another thing you'd hate? <laughs> okay, so I really I like the look of the scene. I like the lore. I like even the music that's playing, and I, and I like the sort of the starting of the relationship between Eowyn and Faramir. Boo! Of highest quality. I'm fine with all of that, but like <laughs> where this is placed in the story just feels out of place like it just feels a little bit weird like because it's like in the theatrical cut mary finding pippin happens during the day and in the extended cut they make that at night and it just feels like the timeline gets a little bit off for me during this part i mean like i like seeing it but i don't know if anyone else got a little bit confused too but like do we just fast forward then jump back type thing it's a little weird yeah i think the extended version definitely has its pros and cons, right? More cons. <laughs> More cons and pros. Okay. <laughs> I mean, that's the other thing, too, is we've been doing this for five weeks now in 45-week segments. This is at hour three of the movie. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta be driving towards something here, right? It's, it's tough to get these lore scenes in hour, what is this, nine of ten, you know? Like, at this point, I just want to figure out what happens to the characters. This is hour four. I'm talking about like the entire trilogy put together. Right, right. Yeah, I mean, we were talking about the House of Healing and Eowyn and Faramir, and uh, she does wake up to Aragorn over her, like kind of looking after her. Oh, boy. Josh, I mean, did you <laughs> also appreciate this? I kind of like wonder to myself if she was going to try like the old, you know, before I die could you give me what I seek just once? <laughs> You're not dying. Get off me. I already told you. I cannot give you what you seek, woman. <laughs> what if I was going to die? He's like, uh, your, your black breath stinks too bad. Sorry. This gives her a ricola. Aragorn grabs a pillow. <laughs> Fucking pillow. <laughs> just holds it over her head. Just slow down. He does heal her in the book, though. It's one of those things that's kind of sad, though, Corey, is because, like, we can't really view this without a sexual lens, and it's sad, because I think Aragorn, this is a good friend of his, he's trying to heal her, and it, it's a tender moment. Her her wrist is, like, all messed up. I don't know what happened to her wrist, but it's bad. Someone really went ham on this lady's wrist. <laughs> she was holding her shield, and she got hit by the... Uh... That was, yeah. The ring wraith. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know what that weapon is called. A flail? The chain with a ball at the end. Mace. Spiky ball chain weapon. I like <laughs> okay. that. It's a humongous mace. Spiky ball. <laughs> the deadly spiky ball. I like that. It looked to me like Pippin on the horse was just like grabbing a hold of her too tight. <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> fucking her arm up to shreds. Just holding on. <laughs> yeah, that's from the ride. Yeah. <laughs> World famous hobbit grip. <laughs> That's from uh, the extended Tolkien readings. 
Well, there's a moment when anyone looks over at Faramir, you know, like when they first see each other and they, they don't speak, but you definitely tell they notice each other. I kind of think it would be funny, like he looks at her and then she looks at him. And then behind him, you see that edit of Boromir, like Denethor songs. <laughs> oh, that's good. But of course, uh, she does eventually settle for the guy that looks closest like Aragorn. <laughs> but let's move on in the story. Frodo is captured, and he is not having the best time in the Orc Tower, is he, Jordan? He's really not. <laughs> he wakes up and he's in a panic. Luckily, the two orcs get to fighting and set off a full-blown riot in, uh, I don't know where they're at, <laughs> what this castle is called. Arkham? They're, yeah. Sirith <laughs> it's the Tower of Sirith Ungol. Somehow, there's like multiple levels, and every fight ends with an orc falling down to the next <laughs> level, creating a new riot. <laughs> and then all except for like five of the orcs die, allowing Sam to go in, ringing his pots and pans on his backpack. It's one of my favorite things. <laughs> Why is he still wearing all those pots and pans? <laughs> <laughs> you never know when you got to fry some taters, you know? I, true, true. I, there's not many taters in uh, <laughs> fucking Mount Doom. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like holes. There's a bunch of onions up there. Are uh, taters in season in Mount Doom right now? <laughs> no, just maggoty bread. <laughs> I forget how many different levels there are to uh, the orc fight. It's great. It's absurd. It's so silly. Like I, Rube Goldberg of orcs. The production design's great, but the plot as a plot device, it's just so ridiculous everything has to like one up everything else and this is kind of the one up of the meets back on the menu boys moment <laughs> so it's like whole legions of orcs killing each other and i'm taking Corey's criticism of our negativity seriously but i do think it would have been slightly better if like if it's just a distraction and it allows sam some time instead of literally just like a whole castle of orc corpses it's pretty crazy how many die. Like, it's insane. <laughs> They're all dead, except one dude. Well, Sam kills three, or wounds them, and one sneaks away in the foreground. Yeah, three on the tower, <laughs> but yeah, I think Shagrat or whatever still lives. Whatever his name was. That guy has a name? Shagrat? Yeah. Shagrat? <laughs> that's that's le a legit name. So, oh. fuck rat is his name? <laughs> is that a Tolkien name or a Peter Jackson name? No, that's a Tolkien name all day. Shagrat and Gorbag. He is awful at names. He is so bad at names. But I think this sequence was meant to be a lot bigger than what we got. I think the whole orc riot was meant to be like a 15, 20 minute scene. 20 minutes? The production design's amazing, though. Mm -hmm. Like, the look of this place is it so is. great. It's like, really every, like, all the detail in it is awesome. Yeah. So I don't mind spending the extra time there in this guy. Excuse me, by the way. That guy who dies at the very end, it's Gorbag. And he gets in the fight originally with Shagrat. Gorbag. Shagrat, who kills him. Even better. Instead Gorbag. of something sack, it was something bag. You did pretty <laughs> well. 
Dude. I do love that one orc tiptoeing away with the Mithril armor after the riot. He's like, oh, got what I wanted. And just kind of skips off. Uh, hands off! That shiny shirt, that's mine! Let's go into the Great Eye, along with everything else. I don't take orders from stinking Morgul rats! You touch it, and I'll stick this blade in your gut. I mean, the orcs look amazing. I seriously love, yes. and I'm, I'm kind of still just blown away by how good they look and sound. And it's not just the makeup, but that's like a huge component of it. Like the makeup is incredible, like next level, not talked about enough in my opinion. But the costume, the environment, and the lighting. Mm-hmm. When we go from Minas Tirith sure. to this area, there's like a like a sickly green fight club style lighting. I love it. Every time that green's on, it's amazing. That whole area is awesome. Just like I think Mordor's awesome. Is this the fight where the orc jumps and like full on plank kicks another orc yep. down the thing? <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's more wrestling commentary right there. <laughs> back out, back out. Get this guy to the front lines, dude. <laughs> that is a solid move. Sam shows up to rescue Frodo, of course, and Brett, we see the Watchers, right? Uh, what's that again? Oof. <laughs> I'm just so disappointed in you, sir. There's like a quick moment and you just see these like statues that Sam passes through on like either side of a gate. Those are kind of a bigger thing in the book. It's almost like a, you could say like a magic kind of force field around this tower. Like they don't... Psychic barrier type thing. Like never ending story? Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Except cooler and better. I was just picturing Sam like running through and does like a somersault like... He doesn't have the cardio for that, but no worries. <laughs> He's round. Hasn't lost a pound. Oh, I'm looking at I'm looking at him. The two watchers were two three-headed phantom statues. Gotcha. Pretty cool looking, actually. Apparently, there is still a scene on the cutting room table, Corey, where Sam like gets through them or whatever. So maybe in the 30th anniversary edition. <laughs> We'll get that, the five-hour cut oh, of this geez. movie. Well, when we do the animated movie, I know they dive into it a little bit more there to make it line up with the book, but we'll save it for that. That's fine. When? When Josh picks it. Sorry, Corey, I let you down. You should have known that. Stop your squealing, you dunghill rat! I'm gonna bleed you like a stuck pig. Not if I stick you first. Sam! 
Oh, Sam, I'm so sorry. Sorry for everything. Let's get you out of here. Oh, it's too late. It's over. They've taken it. Sam, they took the ring. Begging your pardon, but they haven't. So just a hypothetical here, Josh. Would you do what Sam does to go save Brett? So Brett's Frodo, <laughs> you're Sam. Great question. Would you go in there and would you rescue him? Be honest, completely honest. We'll know if you're lying. <laughs> well, I definitely would, but I would have taken the ring from him like way earlier. Can I just add that addendum to this? <laughs> And like, and like how? Like Smeagol and Deagle kind of thing or what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He would have forced me. Because no. he wouldn't want me to have the power. I would have just put that like uh, that choker thing on Brett. <laughs> Made him lead me to Mount Doom <laughs> while I had the ring. <laughs> it burns us. <laughs> no, of course I'm going to save my boy Brett. And I think I do love Sam's bravery through here, Corey. And one question I had for you is are there any subtle clues in the way that either Frodo or Sam are acting that would give away that the ring has changed hands? Or is it just, is it a total like misdirect or are there some subtle clues that I'm missing? Cause I think it would be cool if there were some little things, don't you? Mm. Well, Sam now has the ring, right? Yeah. But you don't know that. Is that what you mean though? When Frodo, Asks for it back, and then there's like a moment of hesitation with Sam. Yeah, I just, I just think that whole time where we as an audience don't know there's been a change of hands. Are there any clues before the slight confrontation? Actually, but I'd say not before, but definitely in the moment. And I think that's that part's pretty clear, right? Yeah. Sam yep. goes to give it to him, and then stops for a moment, and you're probably like thinking why is he stopping is it because he wants it is it because he's not sure if it's corrupted frodo kind of thing plays out a little bit differently in the book but i think it was handled well enough here like sam hasn't had it long enough to kind of be addicted to it yet a weird production note about that part is apparently that was all done in post like sam's hesitation and the way they did that is they just took five different cuts of him kind of standing around and waiting <laughs> and like put those together. So it's what? like they didn't even intend for that whole thing to be there. It's like, ah, we can probably string this together and make it look delayed and hesitated. What's the difference in the book, Corey? Oh, in the book, Frodo has like a uh, Bilbo moment where he like, you know, he's like, ah. He tries to like take it. He, like, <laughs> he gets all crazy with him. That would have been great. <laughs> That would have really set up what's about to happen on Mount Doom, too. That would have been great. I agree. Back in Gondor, Gandalf, Aragorn, our other group of heroes, they're uh, they're forming a plan. Stevie, what do you think? <sighs> what the fuck is Faramir doing? Trying to get laid. It's hurt. What a turd. Everybody's hurt. I mean, my it's God. The two second most popular people in high school hooking up. Like, <laughs> everybody's writing off to go, you know, be heroic at the Black Gates. He's hurt! 
Everybody's hurt, Brett. Literally. He's injured. He needs medicine. He still hasn't had the medicine. <laughs> oh, he's getting medicine. I mean, Aragorn literally had a bomb go off underneath him, flew a hundred feet in the air, almost drowned in a puddle that was ten inches deep, and still <laughs> went to the Black Gates. Faramir has daddy issues, so he can't go. It's ridiculous. Hey, first of all, Aragorn is part of this old superhuman race. Faramir's not. Probably. And the two hobbitses go too. And I mean, <laughs> I, I have a real issue with Faramir here. Like, why didn't he go? Taking Let a me mental see. health day, bro. Give him a pass. <laughs> a snow day. Basura. Hey, you guys go ahead, fight for the end of the world. I'm just gonna chill here in my castle. Like, come on. Is it is it honestly just a production mistake? I think it is. No. No, not a production mistake. I think they maybe should have shown that he was, like, hurt more than they did show. Really hurt. Yeah, it says really right here he, I think he had a little bit of black breath, too, so... <laughs> I mean... He got, he got hit by some, like, poison arrow. Uh, weariness, grief. If he's walking around, I mean, if you can lean, you can clean. Get out in the battlefield. <laughs> oh, shit, Stevie. Maybe he became anti-war after this, after this last battle. Stevie, how many people do you have in your employ? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm not going to answer that. If you can lean, Several. you can clean. <laughs> hey, you can lean, you can clean. I'm sorry, but like, Faramir seems kind of like a bitch here. It's all I'm saying. It's all due to Gondor's new concussion protocols. Otherwise, he'd have definitely been back out of there in the field. <laughs> no independent arbiter. <laughs> He's got the black breath pop. <laughs> Mikey, you are a hater of all things extended. And here we have a kind of important moment for the extended because it does does tie into the story perfectly, I think. And that's when Aragorn picks up and looks into the Palantir, the orb. Mm. Was that one you also didn't like or did you kind of see the connective thread with why he was doing that? I love a good orb, Corey. You know me. I'm an orb guy. That's true. Okay? He does. He does. <laughs> Any kind of mystical, cool-looking thing. And the, we already discussed the Palantir before. We were, we were like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Sure, it's evil, but yeah, it's a cool scene. I like the effect of the the orb in his hand and stuff. It just kind of like ends with him as... The king wearing all of the armor or whatever. He's like wearing all of the king's armor or something. Yeah, I mean, this really is the return of the king moment, right? I guess I don't really understand what's happening. Because <laughs> we just kind of time hop or something. It does seem like he loses his shit and drops something he shouldn't have dropped. But that results in him becoming the king. This section is called Aragorn Masters the Palantir. I don't know. I, I don't know if you take away that he mastered it when he accidentally drops like his most prized possession and it shatters into a thousand pieces. Yeah, it's like when you're trying to look cool, but you do something clumsy. Like, <laughs> I've mastered it. He's like, son of a bitch. Josh, I think there's a really good meme in there, though. Maybe me and you can like workshop. Like, Aragorn picks up the Palantir. He confronts Sauron. He says, I'm coming back, bitch. 
and Sauron tries to scare him by showing Arwen, but we just do something else with Liv Tyler right there. We just edit that in the little orb, like Graham crackers, like Ben Affleck putting the animal cracker down her panties or whatever. That's happening behind his back, yeah, and he's pissed about it. I love that. Yeah, that would totally explain why his eyes look so kooky in this scene. <laughs> Brett, Frodo, and Sam, they put on some orc armor, and they're heading down to Mordor. There's some extended stuff here. Why don't you take us through it? I, I just, I've realized that I don't know if I've seen, like, the actual full original movie in a long time, because I, I, can't, I don't know what's extended and what's not. I don't even remember the part where they get kidnapped by the orcs. Is that in the regular movie? No. No. Okay. Okay. So yeah, because it is in the book, and yeah, they just get kind of caught up in these orcs. I don't know why they know the orcs are marching. Why they would choose to hop right down in the path of one when they could have just waited maybe eight to ten minutes for all of them to be out of the way. I don't know, but they get caught, and I mean they blend in really well. <laughs> and then some crazy British orc. The worst kind. Oi, governor. <laughs> Cheerio. Yeah, the guy, he, that's exactly what I was thinking of. But he's like a big guy. He's hes coming for him, yeah. No, it's fucking br- the Bricktop Orc shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible teeth, this guy. <laughs> There's been like so many scenes of orcs just like sniffing hobbits out and stuff in these movies like they gotta be stanking of hobbit I think you gotta be like outside of orc territory to be able to smell anything but orc shit and piss <laughs> oh that makes sense plus yeah. they have orc armor on right Oh, uh, I guess I don't know but yeah so they somehow get away probably a good edit I mean Ugh. a good cut out of it a good cut not a good edit I'm sorry but yeah, then they kind of sneak off. Just add it to the list of stuff that should have been <laughs> never made. <laughs> Stevie, what do you think, Stevie? Good cut, good edit? Oh, boy. Well, yeah, because it's just too easy. And I love that white British orc, as Brett described him. <laughs> I like the effect they did with his eyes when yeah. he started to smell the hobbits. Like, that was cool. Yeah, that was cool. I wish this scene was like 10 minutes longer, way more in depth, mm. way more, uh, you know, just kind of like do or die moments instead of just like pretend to hit me. And no one would say like, hey, these hobbits are like these hobbit children. What are they doing in line? Like take them somewhere. Instead, they just kind of sneak out. It's a, yeah, he gives up after like five seconds of looking. Yeah. like Hey, where are those hobbit kids? Like, where are those, you know, orc kids go? It's a, it's a pretty good thing this thing was cut, and I understand why. Just because it's it doesn't belong in the movie. It, I mean, not that it doesn't belong. It doesn't work in the movie that well. But if you're going to have this scene, it needs to be much longer. So, good cut. I think there's some really good tension in there, but it needs a little bit more wiggle room, Stevie. Yeah. I still like it, and I still get it, but it would feel better if it was longer and more mm-hmm. played out. But I can definitely put myself in their position and understand how fucking horrifying a position to be in that that is. I mean, like the idea of like 
all of your enemy just like that close to you, like inches away from you, hundreds, thousands of them surrounded, uh, surrounding you is like, there's really no way to get out of that. Like, it's one thing to be facing an orc or a couple of orcs head on and you got your sword. But like, if they find you, they just literally rip your limbs off at that point. And I love that orc. I mean, I wish there's, we got like an hour more of screen time of him. He was cool. An hour more? Of that dude? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you're getting it on Amazon Prime. Sir, I'm at max capacity right now at four and a half hours. There's not a lot of cool orcs in this four and a half hour Return of the King. There's just not. Gothmog is not a cool orc. Whoa. Like, the Urukai are all gone. Hold your tongue. Who's cooler than Harvey Weinstein, Stevie? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. O.J. Simpson. <laughs> Add that to the soundboard. Who's cooler than Harvey Weinstein? Oh, boy. No, but, I mean, there's not a lot of cool orcs in this movie. All the Urukai are gone. Gothmog, not that cool. So you have this guy, who actually no, is a cool not. orc, but he's only in the extended for, you know, two minutes. Stevie's going off the deep end. He wants an extra hour. No cool orcs. What the hell? <laughs> he's, he's unhinged. He's <laughs> out of his mind. Yeah. That's hey. too much. I I disagree that this should be an hour segment no, no, in not. this movie. But, okay. but I do think that I, I like the look of it. I like the fact that we get more orcs. My problem is that it's the second time these characters are bailed out by an orc riot in this section alone. It was literally 10 minutes ago <laughs> in the movie true. that they got bailed out by an orc ride. It works every time. It has a 100% success rate. No, you only get one. That's their only weakness. It's really common, though, like in the movies and the books. like They're just terrible creatures. They freaking hate each other. They don't work together. No, and if they have, as you see all the time, different factions like the Sauron's orcs and Saruman's, I mean, they don't ever get along. It's just they're all terrible They'll kill you. Racism. So, I don't know. I mean, it's pretty transparent when <laughs> Frodo in his like weakened state is like, bro, start an orc riot. <laughs> <laughs> Just punch me. We'll get away. <laughs> Just throw a stone over at one of their heads <laughs> and they'll just beat the shit out of each other. They're just one domino away from just toppling over at any time. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Frodo, like, this dude is withering, man. Like, this is not the Frodo <laughs> from Fellowship anymore. Like, he is long gone. I mean, I prefer to see a happy Frodo, but, I, you know, I like cinematically and story-wise how much the ring affects him. And I'm sure the journey and the little bit of torture he probably got in the tower added to this as well. But you can actually see the ring grinding away at his neck. And I think that's a good visual representation of what he's going through. It's pretty gross. (laughs) (laughs) But the troops from Gondor, they gather, they go to the Mordor Gate... And a big moment happens here when they first arrive. Pappy, Aragorn knocks on the door, and who's there to greet him? Bruce Spence, two movie club. He was the (laughs) gyrocopter captain in the first episode of Spoilers we ever did. Don't go back and listen to that. (laughs) But 
Mouth of Sauron. This was the first <clears throat> extended scene that I remember seeing. Like I saw clips of this on YouTube. This is probably my favorite and arguably the best extended scene. Yeah. I I mean you could say that like maybe some of the tensions taken out of it because we know that Frodo's okay, but I like the fact that like his friends don't give up on him. You know, and the design of the Mouth of Sauron is like arguably my favorite character in this whole series. Yes. Like they took Bruce Bent's mouth and they just like literally digitally enlarged it and like cut and pasted it back on, but like way bigger. So it's just the look of him, his helmet, every I love this scene. The way it like concludes with Aragorn decapitating him. This this scene's freaking great. My master, Sauron the Great, bids thee welcome. Is there any in this route with authority to treat with me? We do not come to treat with Sauron, faithless and accursed. Tell your master this. The armies of Mordor must disband. He is to depart these lands, never to return. Oh, old Greybeard. I have a token I was bidden to show thee. Frodo. Frodo! Silence. No! Silence! The halfling was dear to thee, I see. Know that he suffered greatly at the hands of his host. Who would have thought one so small could endure so much pain? And he did, Gandalf. He did. I don't know if this was a Peter Jackson invention or if it's in the book. It might have been a Peter Jackson invention, but I, I like... Like, you know how his mouth is, like, all decayed and, like, it almost looks like, like, Ugh. poison or acids coming out of his mouth, like, when he's talking and stuff? That's, like, supposed to represent, like, even speaking for Sauron, like, it will, like, infect your body and, it, like, poisons everything. So, Well, he's got stage three stank breath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, Josh, funnily enough, I believe the original costume design people brought a design for Mouth of Sauron where his mouth was vertical. So, uh... Oh, oh boy. Mm. Gandalf meme all over again. Thankfully, Peter Jackson did not like it. This isn't a sting at the movie, Corey, but isn't it pretty uncouth to, like, harm a messenger when you have, like, one of these meetings? Yeah, they don't do that. Not cool, <laughs> <Yeah>. Aragorn. <laughs> yeah, it's not really proper, like, war parlay etiquette, I don't think. <laughs> but the whole point is a diversion. Parlay. I actually like what happens in the book more, personally, but... Which is? Aragorn out of pocket right here. Oh, uh, he comes out and he's like, oh, he's kind of douchey, but then he gets super scared. And then Gandalf promises him safe conduct. And then he just does his douchey thing where he's like, oh, here's all Frodo's things. About uh, and like the terms Sauron gives them are like so ridiculous, and Gandalf's like, "All right, well, we'll take these. We didn't come here to to negotiate with Sauron's slave. We came here to fight." And then he's pretty much just gets super scared and he runs off and he's never seen again. He pretty much probably dies, but 
Um, I know I didn't describe that very well, but yeah, you're no, right. No, no, yeah. No, you did. And uh, I think Gandalf snatches that mithril shirt like right yeah. the fuck out of his hands. But yeah, he says, these will take or something like that. Yeah. So, like yeah, in the movie, cool. he kind of like tosses it to him. He's like, we got this from Frodo. But uh, I kind of like the way the book sets that up more. Like, give me that shit. Get the yeah. fuck out of here, dude. Like, <laughs> I mean, there sure. is a moment of hesitation in the book on Gandalf's part where he's like, oh, shit. Did they get Frodo? And this guy, the black lieutenant, he detects that. In the movie, Gandalf straight up cries. Hmm. Well, and Merry and Pippin are like, No! No! Silence! Shut the fuck up! He needs medicine. (laughs) (laughs) He brought medicine. He's not dead, my lord. (laughs) I don't know, Josh. I like the decapitation. I think it's badass. Like, even if it is against parlay or... Whatever. It's against the Geneva Convention. <laughs> it's against the Geneva Convention. It fits in with what it's I cool. like about the Palantir scene. When he's like tempting Sauron with like, hey, remember the sword cutting off your hand, you bitch? And then when he cuts off the mouth of Sauron's head, it's like I like this part of Aragorn coming out. Even though it is pretty uncouth in a parlay, it's like the bad boy. It's like this is this is Sparta kicking someone down a well. Like I guess it's badass, but it's kind of a cheap chump move. This is madness. What else is uncouth? Is creating the One Ring to rule them all and fooling all of them. <laughs> Mildly uncouth. <laughs> Not that's cooth. uncouth, dude. Not couth. That is way against the Geneva Convention. That's Guantanamo level shit. And yeah, he's he, like Aragorn is full on like diversion here. Like we gotta attract the attention, and that's what all all this is about. It is super badass. I'm fully on board with Pap here. On chill, bro. <laughs> <laughs> So we are preparing for the last big battle of the movie, and Aragorn gives some inspirational words to the troops. Josh, were you uh, more appreciative of this? I mean, do you think he might have like heard about Theoden's speech and said, like, <laughs> I'm going to do one of those? Like, it's not as good as Theoden's. I couldn't help but wonder what Mikey thought about this versus the Theoden speech when I watched it. That was actually what was going through my head. I gotta take off a half a star because he didn't tap any sticks. <laughs> wasn't tapping any swords, wasn't tapping any spears. <laughs> half a star off. Right. Physical contact. You gotta get in there. You gotta make contact with your soldiers. Get them riled up. At the very least, you need to go around screaming death. Yeah, oh, well, that's a, that's a plus, given in a speech. Plus one whole star right there. <laughs> I see in your eyes the same fear that would take the heart of me. A day may come when the courage of men fails, when we forsake our friends and break all bonds of fellowship. But it is not this day. An hour of wolves and shattered shields when the age of men comes crashing down. But it is not this day. This day we fight. By all that you hold dear on this good earth, 
I bid you stand, men of the West! An hour of wolves and shattered shields. I think there's a little bit of Frodo and Sam crying about the re- return visit, and they're out of water, and Sam's like, here, have my one-eighth of a fluid ounce. No and no yeah. food, though. No food. <laughs> All right, Gandalf, uh, how much effort are you going to put into this one? Because uh, we kind of need you. We only have, like, 50 guys here. <laughs> Question for you guys. Is this the streets or Aragorn's speech? See it in your eyes. The same fear that would take the heart of me. <laughs> Just a throwback to the worst trivia of all time. Gotta do it. Sorry. It's not... What you, your trivia was awesome. I. It was funny. It was good. It was good. So Aragorn and the uh, the human troops are clearly outnumbered. They are massively surrounded. I think they're doing the brave thing here and going in to a battle. They know they're going to lose so that, you know, Frodo and Sam can finish their own struggle, which is, I mean, it's not for them, right? Frodo's not doing this for himself or for Sam, just like Aragorn's not necessarily going to this battle no- thinking he's going to live or that the other guys are going to live. It's all like sacrificial for the world as a whole. And I think that's awesome. And I think that's where this part wraps up. Josh, I believe you have some trivia for us, sir. I do. Thank you for hosting and bearing with us. Are you, are you okay, Corey? Are we getting too down on you? Are you like, okay? <laughs> you still like this movie? I am good, sir. I love this uh. movie more than... Most, it seems. <laughs> no, I love I love all of them. Jordan, I've been relying on you so much. Could you... Your whole life. I have them here in front of me. Yeah, my whole life, for sure. Mm-hmm. But can you tell us the totals <sighs> for Lord of the Lord of the Rings trivia? I think I'm only one point out of the Gollum. My spreadsheet here indicates that Corey and I are tied in first with 19 then Mikey (sighs) Mikey with 16 Stevie with 14 watch your back Brett with five pap dog with four got him right where I want him (laughs) the chaos has been increasing and I don't know what the points are going to be even I have no idea what happened the last time it's all a blur are we sure I'm not in last you got a huge, you rolled the dice, you got like a 12 or something like that, yeah. and you got it right. But did I not immediately lose it the next time? No, I think it was your last, well, you might have lost some uh, points, but I, I I don't, you got a big uh, thing at the I, end, okay. and I got a big old loss. Mikey, you got you got one point the first round, and then 13 points the second round. Damn! <laughs> Classic me. Stevie, you ain't saying much. You ain't got much to say, Steve, dirty Steve. <laughs> He ain't got much to say, Charlie. Oh, Steve understands the meaning of the word pals, don't you, Steve? He said, watch your back, boys. He said, watch your back. That's all I said. Okay. Okay, I didn't hear that. My bad. We are going to have two trivia moments tonight. Mostly because I promised there'd be more points flying around. Oh, yeah. So what I want to do for this first game is have a 
closest to, but I want to eliminate some of the BS. Mm. No point. No points for ah. any of the middle spots. Top person plus six. Plus six. Wow. Or plus seven. Plus one seven. point per episode. <laughs> yep. Closest plus seven. Lowest minus seven. Holy crap! Oh my! Goodness. Oh my god! <clears throat> Indeed. We talked a lot in this section about the Palantir. Did you know that there is a company worth $3.247 billion called Palantir Technologies? Mm-hmm. Of course we knew. Founded in 2013. What? what uh, where's their headquarters, Pat? Uh, Probably San Francisco. I don't know. It's like a meme stock. Wait, is, it, is this the closest to? No, oh. it's... It's Denver, Colorado, so I, so I thought Pappy <laughs> might know. But anyway, my question for you guys is the number of employees. So presumably the number of people under the spell of this Palantir. Like, who names their company after the evil magic in Lord of the Rings? It's pretty funny. Evil but <laughs> It is a lot about, like, gathering big data. So it's like, wow, it's kind of fitting. But anyway... Jordan, you're going to get the first go. Fuck. Can you say the info about the company that you shared a second ago? What's and the source of this, too. According to Wikipedia, yeah. their total assets equal $3.247 billion. They were founded in 2003. Those are your clues. It's not even that many billions. It's fucking weak sauce. Activision sold for $68 billion. What's their job again? What What's their company? Somebody said that. They specialize in big data, data? big data analytics. Okay. So they're a data farm. Big data. That's, that's, that's yes. a good Computer Two stuff. Core. Big data. Two core. I feel like a minus seven is on my Guess way. this fairly dank number. Uh, oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm just oh, joking. No. Just joking. I'm not totally joking. <laughs> Jordan, what are you saying? <laughs> I don't even have a ballpark. Um, I'll say 20,000 people. Corey. 4,200. <laughs> Blazer. Because <laughs> they're fairly dank. He gave it away. What? The record, no, I said just joking about that, Mikey. Um, I'll say 15,000. Steve. And it better be union jobs, okay? <laughs> union <laughs> jobs. Union jobs. <laughs> Gotta pay them dues. Let's see. What's reverse of dank? Gosh, I mean, twenty-four uh, people. <laughs> two ten, four twenty would be two four. I will say twenty-five hundreds. Twenty-five. Brett. Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty-four hundred. <sighs> Pulls the 
Corey strategy. <gasps> I would have gone one number below or above, but you can go 100. That's fine. And Pappy. <coughs> What's the lowest number guess so far? 2,400. 2,399. It's bull crap. Sorry, I did, I did not get your score. I didn't hear it. 2,399. Oh, my. <laughs> 2,399, he said. I would say one below Brett. Yeah. Nobody's <laughs> ever said that number before. <laughs> <laughs> what are the Roman numerals for that? Uh, Please be a high four number. Four score and 99. Fuck, this does not feel good for you, boy. <laughs> 420, baby. Let's go. So... The actual number of employees. Palantir Technologies, what a great company, has is 2,000. Minus seven. Oh my God. 733. Wow. Stevie, Google it. That's it. Why the fuck would I Google it? I just said reverse of what you did. That's it. He Googled it. Stevie. Let's go. Now. In the lead to be the Lord of the Lord of the Rings. Mm. Jordan, you drop down to 12 points, which puts you in third to last. Like promised, we, we will have two trivial moments. Here is the second one. Ugh. And we're, <laughs> it's not a closest two. And yes... Mikey, I do feel bad for you. I hate trivia too. But... Wait, what's the score update? <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Stevie, you're king. Lord of the Lord, Lord of the Lord of the Lord. Rings for twenty-one. Corey and Mikey still have, or Corey has nineteen. Mikey has sixteen. Jordan has twelve. Brett has five. Pappy has four. I cannot believe it. <laughs> All right, go on. Believe it, sir. <laughs> so. Okay, here's. Here's my one of my favorite parts of Lord of the Rings. Faramir's high quality. <laughs> Just flat out, full stop. Fuck yeah. So, if you search highest quality and get a bunch of synonyms for that, I got this list. Oh, no. There's like six or seven that are red, meaning they're real close. And there's a huge whole kind of gaggle of other words that also mean the same thing. So, Wait, what? Who's first? <laughs> Pappy, you get first shot. This first round is worth one point for one of the lesser words and two point. Hold up, sorry. Can you, can you explain this again, please? We have to do synonyms of highest quality. Yes. The phrase highest quality, like those two. How many options are there? It's it's not a single word, so yeah. It's not a single word. No, I'm saying highest quality. You Google search that, right? Like got no, do not Google search. No, highest you quality, you. Folks. That's how you did this, right? That's what you're saying. <laughs> the royal you. There are websites that specialize. Okay, okay. Thesaurus.com. Synonyms and antonyms. Okay, I'm ready. I'm I'm good. We have to give you a synonym of them. What was the exact phrase, though? Oh, you're. Highest quality. I almost didn't say the phrase so that no one could Google it. I'm actually going to change the scoring. This first round, no, two points. Is, okay, go ahead. This is going to be hard. Yeah, Pappy? What, go ahead and change it. I'm just ready to go. 
two points for a lesser word, four points for a higher quality <sighs> word. Is that more points? Yes, four is more than two. I wasn't paying attention the first time. Okay. Highest quality. What's your word, Pat? I can go now. Premium. Damn. I was trying not to forget it. I thought of it, and I kept forgetting it. Premium is worth two points for Pat. You really want that plus four when you're all the way at the bottom. Brett. Um, yeah. Greatest? Greatest is worth zero points. Okay. You have to get these words perfect, by the way. just want to point that out. Jordan. How did I end up third? <laughs> um, I'm going to go best. I like that. That's a good one. Best is good. Best is safe. Best is only worth two points, unfortunately, Jordan. I'll take it. Great. Better than none. Get yourself in a good position. Mikey. What did Pappy say? I'm Premium. writing these down so I don't reuse any. Pre- oh. Greatest and best so far. Excellent. Excellent is worth four points from Mikey. Oh, my God. That's huge. It doesn't look like he's going to be the golem this year, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Corey, what do you think? Outstanding. That's good. It is good. It is worth four points Holy how good shit. it is. I'm the king now, Stevie. Look I at know. me. I'm the king now. How many plus fours were there, Josh? Um, There are four more. <sighs> Stevie. I'm going to shoot for the moon here. It's probably not right, but let's try superior. Mm, look of... <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Superiority. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That is worth two Let's points. Go. Signature Stevie. look of superiority from Stevie. Let's go. Superior. That actually puts you guys at a tie at 20. Fuck you, Corey. That insane. That's a good word, Stevie. I try. From, from the Great Lakes, man. Fuck you is a good word. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go back through, and we are going to double the points. This is worth oh, four no. eight this time. <laughs> Pappy. What is happening? What is this game? <laughs> Name the synonym of Faramir. Yes, he's Faramir's excellent. He's outstanding. He's premium and superior. He's best. What else is he, Pat? But he's not the greatest. That doesn't count, Brett. Zero points. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, dude. I. Hmm. Luxury? No, it's not. No luxury for Pat. Zero luxury. Couldn't come up with anything. My up. Brett. Perfect. Ooh. Perfect is not on the list. It's literally the highest quality you can have. 
Freaking stupid. <laughs> it's perfection. Jordan. Oh, I'm going to you right. too. Um, I'm going to say Supreme. I like that. I like That's that. Good. That is really like good. Like Jordan's that. a hype like beast. One. Supreme. Jordan. That is one of the words. It's four points this round for a huge four eight. plus four. This round is four. The lower ones are worth four God, this round, damn. so that's a four-pointer. Still four of those good ones. Good goods left. Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> that's ridiculous. And good good is not a synonym for highest uh. quality. <laughs> What about have we said superior? That was said, yes. Yeah, I, I won't I won't make you land on that. Um, You're fine. Trying to think of other adjectives for Spider-Man comics. Um, <laughs> <laughs> superior Spider-Man. <laughs> Iron Spider-Man. Uh, yeah. Scarlet Spider-Man. I don't know. How about craftsmanship or something? I don't know. Highest quality craftsmanship. craftsmanship or something. <laughs> Not on the board. I don't know. I don't have to win this competition. I just it's down to Corey and Stevie to kill You're each other. You're just relieved I don't not care. to be a smear <laughs> at this point, for sure. For sure. Corey. So I have a question. So like I think Brett said perfect, yeah, but you can are you say what you said, yeah. Are you like oh, not counting extensions of that word, or like does perfect mm. cover perfection? You can't answer that. Like in terms of rules. Say it or don't say it. Say it or don't say it, bro. It has to have the right thing on that. Said exact. Okay. Yeah. So what did go through? Magnificent. Oh, that's a good one. That's on my list, too. My God. Nice. Magnificent is worth four points, Corey. Great guess. Return of the king. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I don't know who I'm rooting for here. Stevie. (laughs) They're both both so arrogant. (laughs) I'm going to miss it. Uh, But I've been sitting on this word for, like, I don't know, probably since Pappy went. I'm going to try Iconic. Mm. Wow. Don't like it. Iconic is unfortunately worth zero <gasps> points. Oh, I figured. And I hope you guys liked the cinnamon fun. trivia. That was Because fun. there's one more oh, round! God. Oh, no! Worth uh, eight it's too, it's and <laughs> 16 <too> <laughs> points are flying. Me? Pappy? Fantastic? Worth eight or 16. Fantastic? Captain Fantastic. Seems like you went too fast because Fantastic is not on I the board, I hate the buddy. stupid... <laughs> Don't worry, I haven't gotten a single one right. <laughs> I was so excited for that one. Brett, worth 8 or 16? I got two that I really like, uh, but I've been so off. Um, I'm going for it all. Uh, pristine. Ooh. Brett's loving his P-words, much to his dismay. Again, not on the list. All right, I'm the, go- like I'm the golem, word. so what's the even point? That's a good word. 
No, there's one more after oh this. Oh my god. One more trivia. Not to not tonight, oh. but next week. <laughs> oh yeah. <I> Jordan <laughs> for eight or sixteen. <laughs> I've been hanging on to this one for a while. Top notch. I like that. <laughs> That's a good one. Oh nothing, Tommy. It's t- <laughs> it's top notch. Genius, genius. That's worth eight points ah, for Jordan. It, Let's go. Top Man, notch. that put Jordan. That's your last one tonight. You got so many <laughs> points tonight. Oh my gosh, fourteen. It puts you at twenty-six. That's insane. All right. Is he in the league? Mikey. No, can't be. He, as of this moment, he's not. You have twenty-seven. Corey, one back from you. But Mikey's up. How about the bee's knees? <laughs> yeah, the bee's knees. That's... Was your list from the 1920s, Josh? God damn it. I wish that was on this list. <laughs> it's not if on the list. If you say that's zero, go it... fuck yourself, Josh. I hate this trivia. Do you guys care if I give him one point? Yeah, give him one point. Give him one point, please. Why? That's fair. No, that, that, Pity point. That, that's awesome. Bee's knees, that, that should For be For delivery. You can set it in the 20s. <laughs> yeah, bees knees should be on there, not pristine. That's a bees knees, man. <laughs> really quick here. I want to read all the guesses. Can I have one more guess, Josh? I wouldn't count. I've been saving this one since the beginning. What if we're going to use it? It's over. Yeah, 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 save it. I thought it was over. Not, save sorry. it. No, no, no. Before Corey and Stevie go, that? they're at the top of the list. I just want to read all of... This is what we think of Faramir basically superior outstanding excellent best greatest premium iconic magnificent craftsmanship don't know what that one means supreme perfect luxury bees knees top notch pristine fantastic Corey, faramir's of the highest quality <laughs> there's still four 16 oh point God. words I, I have to That's say crazy. the question was not what do we think of faramir it was <laughs> 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 that's just a byproduct brother <laughs> Well, Faramir is valuable. Mm. Wow. Um, what's not valuable <laughs> is the amount of points you will get for that oh, guess. Zero. Why you got to be so mean? <laughs> <laughs> got to keep it consistent, Mikey. <laughs> That's on. Double check. Check the list. I'm on the list. Do a control F. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's not on here, man. All right, Stevie, last guest of the night. Bring us home, bud. Did Top Notch go through? Yeah, oh, yeah, that was a high point yeah, value. Yeah, knees did. Okay. What the hell? <laughs> I've heard British folks on soccer talk about say this before. Let's try Top Droll. Mm. <laughs> yeah, get, get out of here. Throwing in the Top towel. Drawer. Eight yes. points. Oh my god! Are you serious? <laughs> That's awesome. Excellent TV. That was highest quality, guys. Josh, if I say the Ooh, cat's pajamas, can I get a free point too? I've heard Arlo White say top drawer so many times over the past eight years. Brett, I'm so glad you spoke up because you said greatest earlier, and great is on the How list. Good. One of the and lesser is words. Is perfection on there? Perfect. No, okay. there's actually yeah. Peerless and Prime are the other two P ones. Huh. Um, nothing, no V words at all, Corey. I think. What about Fabulous? Was Fabulous on it or Impeccable? Incredible? No, I want to show you guys some of the highlights. I really liked A one, oh, Ace, oh. and Bang Up. 
Grade A. One of the that's a British top list, ones. Dude. Yeah, that's a British list. Instead of highest quality, if you would have merely said high quality, oh that was one God. of the top ones. Of course. The other three top ones were exceptional, marvelous, which I thought Mikey might get with that Spider-Man oh, direction nice. he was taking it. And then also Superb was the last one. Um, there's also Of the First Water. Oh, well, duh. <laughs> and there's two other Dude, top ones. List, you could have man. also Whatever said Top Shelf. Flight, top Shelf. Top Flight or Top of the Line. Huh. No Top, top Shelf. Flight. Top Oh the top Morning. Flight security, Craig. Josh. Also just Top, top. was acceptable. Josh, if we would have <laughs> guessed Faramir, would we have won points from you? <laughs> for the record, no. And also for the record, I didn't give Mikey that like funny pity point. So don't be jealous. That didn't actually go That's through. Right. Just it was funny though. Clear. Really funny. Great job tonight, everyone. Um can't wait for trivia next week. Thanks for bearing What's with us, Mikey. But with that Oh boy. Oh boy. I'm I'm in last uh, by one point. So many it's cryptocurrency right now. It's going up and down. It's so unstable. Yes, it is. Stevie has 31 NFTs. Let's go. Corey has 27 NFTs. Mikey has 20. Jordan has 27 or 26, like we said before. Uh, four, 26. Brett still has five. Hanging tough at five. Pappy. <laughs> Man, the rich got richer tonight. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's yeah. unfortunate. Three times, Pappy, you got six total. So it's a it's a scrum at the bottom and the top, which is what we love to see. But with that, Corey, I, I'll give it back to you to finish us out here. All right, fuck you very much for that, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Trivia has been great. You've been doing really good at it. I personally appreciate it. Just messing with you. So that has been the part six of the Return of the King podcast series we're doing brett will take it over next week with the final chapter that's it for this time fellas thank you very much and take it away spoiler man Special thank you to our patrons, Nick, Brother Brian, Matt Troll, The Meg, David, Nurse Stacy, Druid King, I'd die fighting side by side with an elf. What about side by side with a friend? I. I could do that. That was spoilers.